Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. It's good to be with you again, even remotely. You're the Apostle Paul. In one of his letters, he said, I'm not with you in physically, but I'm with you in the spirit. And that's what I feel like. And I just want to, you know, I guess I say this every week, but, uh, you know, we really miss you. I, I miss seeing pe- the people that we, that we normally fellowship with and, and get to share, just even if it's a few minutes on a Sunday morning or a Sunday evening. I, I, just, I just really miss seeing you. I, we love you. We wish the best for you. We're praying for you. And uh, we just believe in God that this will soon be over and we can get together again in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus, we just love you. And we do surrender to you, Lord, spirit, soul, and body. Our lives are yours. Take us and use us, Lord, for your glory, for your glory. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I want to just share with you for a little while this morning on the topic of healing. And then I feel like I want to pray for you. I felt like when I was praying uh, a few days ago, that the Lord said to speak on healing, but then to have a healing service, to pray for people. So if you need physical healing this morning, uh, we're going to pray for you. We're going to believe God with you. And if you don't need physical healing, then believe God with us for those who do. God is a healing God. And there's many people that we know, even in this church, even myself, that need a, a, a manifested healing in their body. So we're going to preach the word. Faith comes by hearing, the Bible says, and hearing by the word of God. So we're going to speak the word. We're going to increase our faith. We're going to believe God this morning, and then we're going to pray. And then we're going to receive communion, and we're going to let God touch us and bless us and be the God to us that he really is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to start this morning, and we're going to read a lot of familiar scriptures, but that's okay. Hallelujah. In Exodus, in the book of Exodus, in chapter 15. This is shortly after the Israelites came through the Red Sea, and they went out in the wilderness, and they uh, couldn't find any water. And they came to a place called Marah, but they couldn't drink the water because it was bitter. And God told Moses to take a tree and throw it into the water. And when he did, the Bible says the waters became sweet. And it says this, in, I'm, in Ex, I'm, in Ex, I'm in Exodus 15 in verse, the end of verse 25. And there he made for them a statute and a regulation. And there he tested them. And he said to them, if you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have put on the Egyptians, for I, the Lord, 
am your healer. The first part of my message I'm talking about, that we serve a God who's a healing God. He's a saving God, he's a delivering God, but he's also a healing God. And the word for, when he says, for I, the Lord, the word, the Hebrew word there is the word for Jehovah, Yahweh. It, it speaks of the self-existent, the eternal, the creator God. The God who spoke to Moses in the burning bush. When Moses said, what is your name? He said, tell the people of Israel, I am that I am. Tell them that I am has sent you. Jehovah God, the great God, the great high and mighty God. Jehovah God is the God who said, I, the Lord, I, Jehovah, am the God who heals you. So the Father God, you might say. We have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all three, are, there's, one, there's three persons and one God. And they're all healing because their life, God is a life-giving spirit. And Jehovah God is a God who heals. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And, you know, I just, every time I read that, I thought, if there was no other scripture in the Bible, if, if, we knew, if we knew nothing of Jesus, if we knew nothing of the Holy Spirit, if there was no other scripture, if there was nothing in, in Psalm 103 that says he forgives all your iniquities and he heals all your diseases, if there was nothing in Psalm 107 that said he sent his word and healed him, if there was no other scriptures, then I would believe that God is a healer because he said he was. He said, he, I am the God, I am the, I, the Lord, am your healer. He's the God who heals us. And so I'm believing, I believe that God is a healer and I'm believing for my healing and I'm believing for, for a healing for you also, hallelujah. And Jesus is a healer, well we know that. But we're gonna look at, look at Matthew. Matthew chapter four. It says in verse 23, And Jesus was going throughout all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every kind of disease and every kind of sickness among the people. And the news about him spread throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all who were ill, those suffering with various diseases and pains, demoniacs, epileptics, paralytics, and what? And he healed them. And large crowds followed him. And the, in Decapolis and Judea and beyond the Jordan. Jesus healed, the Bible says, Jesus healed all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. There's nothing that Jesus can't heal. There's nothing that Jesus won't heal. He healed the multitudes. At times he healed great numbers of people. At times he healed just individuals. You know, when he touched the leper, he was healed. When he, when, he, when he touched the coffin of a dead man, the widow of Nain, her son, had died. And she was a widow. She had no visible means of support outside of that. And it says that Jesus touched the coffin and he spoke to that dead man. And I tell you, when God speaks, life comes. You know, and he spoke to that dead man and said, I said you arise. And he got up. He raised, the, he raised Jairus' daughter. I mean, he's just a healing God. I mean, he just is. And in Acts, when the, when the angel appeared to Cornelius, who was an Italian, an Italian soldier, he was, he was the Italian stallion. Hallelujah. And anyway, Cornelius, he said, send for Peter. And Peter came, 
and he preached the gospel to the Gentiles the first time. And in recounting the ministry of Jesus, telling the story about Jesus in Cornelius' house, in Acts 10.38, he said, You know how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, with the Holy Spirit and power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus was a healing Jesus. Hallelujah. And But that's not the... He came to die for our sins, and he came to bring salvation. But... In that, he also purchased healing for us. He's a healing. He's a savior. He's a deliverer. He's all we need. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ, the Bible says in Acts chapter 13 and verse 8, it says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That tells me that if Jesus walked into this church today, he'd, he'd forgive our sins, he'd deliver us from demons, and he'd heal our bodies. Hallelujah. Because he's the same. He doesn't change. God is an unchanging God. The Father doesn't change. Jesus doesn't change. The Holy Spirit doesn't change. People want to make God. They want, they want to talk about God like, oh, we don't have to be the same. You know, we, we, God is different. No, God doesn't change. He's not different. He hasn't changed the rules. The rules are still the same. Here's, I tell you, here's one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible. In Acts chapter 1, in Acts chapter 1, it says this, in Acts 1.1, 1, 1, just an introductory, uh, kind of an introductory statement in this letter. But it's, to me, it's powerful. It says, the first account I composed to you, O Theophilus, about all that Jesus began to do and teach. Until the day he was taken up to heaven, he had by the Holy Spirit given order. And, he, and this is, okay, you have to understand, the writer of Acts is Luke. And he's also the writer of Luke. You know, this this it has nothing to do with the message, but I thought, have you read the Gospel of Luke? He wrote that. I mean, go get a go get a pad of paper and a pen and copy the Gospel of Luke. I mean, it's a long letter. You know, it take you it take you hours and hours to cut. And then he writes another letter. The Book of Acts. Take your pen and your pencil and your or, and your pad of paper and copy the whole Book of Acts. I mean, this guy wrote long letters. But God bless him. Thank God he did. But here's what it says. The, so the, the gospel of Luke was the first account. That talked about what Jesus did when he was on the earth. But now what, what Luke is saying is, now I'm going to tell you what happened after. And, but it still has to do with Jesus. It says the first account was all about what Jesus began to do and teach. So the gospel of Luke is what he began to do, but it didn't end with that. That's only the beginning. The Acts is what he continued to do through the Holy Spirit in the church in the, and on the earth today. Hallelujah. So that's why I love that. It's like it says the, the gospel is it's just the beginning of what he did. It's not the final. It's only what he started to do, and he's still doing it today. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit, it's of Jesus. The Father's a healer. Jesus is a healer. The Holy Spirit is a healer. 1 Corinthians chapter 12. I tell you, I believe Jesus is a healer. I believe God is a healing God. I'm believing it. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to preach it. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to declare it. I'm going to believe it for myself and believe it for you for as long as I can take a breath on this earth because I believe the gospel is the truth. It doesn't change. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians Chapter 12, in verse 7. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. 
to another gifts of healing by the same spirit, by the one spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as he wills. It says in verse 7, but to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit. The word manifestation there means, it means open to sight. It means visible, something you can see. You know, it's, it's, an, it's an event or an action that clearly shows that, that the Holy Spirit is present. How do you know the Holy Spirit is present? Because you can see him in operation. When the gifts of the Spirit are in manifestation, it clearly shows that the Holy Spirit is present and the Holy Spirit is operating. He is a, he is a healing spirit. Why? Because God in his totality is a healing God. God is a life-giving spirit. When he breathes, uh, you know, it, it says in Genesis, God formed man out of the dust of the earth. So he, he has this lifeless thing, this lifeless clay statue, not a statue, but an image. He has it laying there, and he breathes into it. And Derek Prince says the, the Hebrew word is, it says like it's a forceful breath, like pah, not just a, not just a little whisper. It's like a forceful breath. Vaipak, he says. That's, that's how he says it. Not that I'm a Hebrew scholar, but I'm listening to him. But he says it's like it's a forceful breathing. Whoosh. And when he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, that dead thing came alive. Perfectly formed human being. Hallelujah. Because God is a life-giving. When he touches a sick man, the sick man gets well. When he touches a demonized man, the demonized man is delivered. You know, when he spoke the word, sometimes he touched people. Sometimes he spoke the word. And then I thought sometimes he didn't do anything. People touched him. That, the, widow, the woman with the issue of blood, she said, oh, if I, just, if I just touch his garment. Now, see, here's the thing. A lot of people were touching him, but not everybody was getting something. But when you touch him with faith, when you touch him with, with, the, with the touch of faith, you can draw something right out of him. Hallelujah. And she did. And all of a sudden, Jesus stopped and said, whoa, who touched me? And, and, and his disciples said, what do you mean who touched you? Everyone's pressing in. No, he said, someone did touch me, for I felt that power leave me. See, you can, you can draw that right out of God. Your faith can draw right out of God what you need. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He's a life-giving spirit. And you know what? That spirit, that life-giving spirit lives in me. And if you're, and if you're saved, he lives in you. And so you can believe that that life-giving spirit will give life to your mortal body. You know, because he loves you, and he's living in you. And that's just what he does. It's his nature. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 4. In Acts chapter 3 is the account of the man who was healed at the gate beautiful. Remember, there was a lame man, and Peter and John were going up to the temple to pray. And uh, he was begging arms. Oh, you know, I think it was, he wasn't selling pencils. He was begging arms. <laughs> and Peter and John said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he grabbed him by the hand. The guy jumped up and he says he went into the temple walking and leaping and praising God. And everybody saw it. While the religious leaders of the day, they got all upset. They got all jealous. So it says they sent the, the, they sent the temple guard and they arrested Peter and John. They threw him in jail. And then the next day they brought him out of jail and they brought him before the Sanhedrin. And they threatened him. They said, stop preaching the name of Jesus. 
And, and he said, how can, we, how can we stop what we know to do? So we can't stop. We're going to continue to preach. So they were threatened. You, know, they had, you have to understand, they had a lot of power. You know, they grabbed Jesus. They put him on the cross, didn't they? They got a lot of, they, had, they could throw you in prison. They could probably have you killed. But after, after being uh, persecuted for what they believed and what they preached, it's, they went back. In verse 23, it says, when they had been released... They went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. And when they heard this, his companions, they lifted up their voices to God with one accord. And they said, oh, Lord. And now, see, they, they go back to their companions and, they, and they're going to pray. What are they going to pray? Oh, God, save us. Oh, God, protect us. Oh, God, you know, don't let us, don't let us be persecuted. No, here's what they prayed. Look at it. Oh, Lord, it is you who made the heavens and the earth and the sea and all that is in them. You see, that's right. They didn't, they didn't believe in evolution. They believed in creation. And we still do, praise the Lord. So, who by the Holy Spirit, through the mouth of our father David, your servant, said, said this, why did the Gentiles rage and the peoples devise futile things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly in this city they were gathered together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, along with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, to do whatever your hand and your purpose predestined to occur. And now, Lord, take note of their threats and listen. Here's what they're praying. And now take the Lord and grant your bondservants bond to speak the word with all boldness. God, you know, make us more, even more bold, God. You know, we're not pulling back. We're not going to go in a closet and hide. God, make us more bold. While you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. So God, not only make us more bold, but do more. I mean, they they got in trouble for healing that guy. But you know what they say? More healing, Lord. More signs. More wonders. Pour it out, God. Hallelujah. Why? Because that's what convinces people that God is real. That's what, you know, a manifestation of, of the Spirit of God convinces people that God is real. Every time there's a healing revival, people come by the hundreds and thousands because they're looking for a God that's real, that's alive, and is powerful. And he is. Hallelujah. But I love that. They just prayed, God, make us more bold and do more signs and wonders. Do more healing. Hallelujah. Do it, God. Yes, amen. That's what we're praying. God, we, we pray. To, I pray today, extend your hand and heal and let signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So... One of the couple other things, and, and then we're going to pray. I tell you, I feel good today. Praise the Lord. God is a good God. I love serving him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me go back to Exodus just for, just for a minute. Exodus chapter 15. That scripture we read. It says, if you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord. See, there's an if in there. You know, just like in Second Chronicles chapter 7 where it says, if my people which are called by my name. if the, You know, there's, there's a part that we have to play. God says, I'm not just going to come and restore the land, but I'll restore the land if the people will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way. If we, will, if we will do what God says to do, then God said, I'll respond to that. I'll be, the, I'll be the God that you believe me to be. And listen to what he says. If you will give earnest heed to the voice of the Lord your God, 
and do what is right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. So there's something that we have to do, and that is to seek after God. Pastor Dennis was talking about, you know, walking in holiness, walking upright before God, doing it because we love him, doing it because it's right. Doing it because if we will do our part, he'll do his. Hallelujah. So there are some conditions. You can't just live a sloppy life. But I'm not talking about being all legalistic and self-righteous. But because of our love for God, because of what he's done for us, we, we live for him. And when we do that, God says, if you'll follow. Now, I know you don't do it perfect, neither do I. But God looks at the heart. And if your heart is walking after God the best you can, if you're serving God, if you're going after God, God will be your healer. He will. It's the same, it's the same kind of thing that God... God said in Deuteronomy, turn with me to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 28. The first Bible I bought. Years and years ago. You know, you wear your Bible out, you got a new one. And uh, new Bibles are tough because all the pages stick together and, and they don't flop open like they're supposed to. But my first Bible, we were, we were into the word of faith, and I heard, I heard Deuteronomy 28 preached so many times that I could, I could like throw my Bible down and we'd just fall open to Deuteronomy 28. You know what I mean? Just that's the way it is. Now I had to go find it in this one. But uh, listen, this is what it says in Deuteronomy. Talking about the blessing and the curse. I like the blessing. Hallelujah. It says, now it shall be. If you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. See, similar, similar kind of language. If you'll diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments which I command you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings will come upon you and overtake you if you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. If you're walking after God, you can believe, God, the blessings are going to come upon you and overtake you. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 6, it says, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you're diligently seeking God, God is a, he, he will reward, he will bless you, and he'll bless every one of us who are, hallelujah. It's an individual thing, it's, it's between me and God, between you and God. Walk after God with all your heart, believe him, and the blessings will come, hallelujah. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross, the Bible says, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness, for by his wounds we are healed. You can be healed by the laying on of hands. You can be healed by the anointing of oil. And you can be healed by the speaking of the word. We're going to speak the word this morning. Speak the word only and your soul and your soul will be healed. We're going to take communion. We're going to love God. We're going to, we're going to believe and receive for our healing. And don't get discouraged if you don't get a miracle. Because there are times in the Bible says where Jesus spoke the word or he touched somebody. And it says they began to amend from that hour. So sometimes healing is a, is a process, but sometimes it's a miracle. An instant, if, it's, if it's an instantaneous thing, it's like a miracle. It's like boom. It's like that little girl that was dead and was dying. And Jesus touched her and boom, she raised right up. Hallelujah. So we're going to pray. Jesus said this in John chapter 14. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do because I go to the Father. So I'm believing that the church, we, the true believers in the church, are going to do the works and greater works that Jesus did, that he said we would do. Hallelujah. So if you need physical healing this morning, just, I don't know, I don't, maybe stretch your hand out or just, just agree with me. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. I thank you that you are a life-giving spirit. We thank you that you are our Savior. We thank you that you are our Deliverer. But we also thank you, Lord, that you are our Healer. 
I thank you, Jesus, that by your stripes we're healed, that you bore our sicknesses and you carried away our diseases. I thank you, Lord, that you heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease, that you said, Lord, the believers shall lay hands on the sick and they will recover. I lay hands on you by faith in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord, for the anointing of God that goes forth today. Holy Spirit, go forth. Angels of God, ministering spirits, go forth. Touch people. Bring, bring healing to their bodies. Bring healing to their bodies. I curse sickness and disease. I take authority over all sickness and disease. I thank you, Jesus, that your name is the name above every name, that your name is the name above cancer, that your name is the name above any disabling disease, any in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be healed. I speak healing to you in Jesus' name. I speak healing to you in Jesus' name. I release healing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Be healed. Be healed today. Receive it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. One thing I want to ask you to do, if you've got, if you've got a, uh, an actual touch from God this morning, then you can either comment on, on Facebook or you can even send a text message. Don't, don't, send me a, don't call me because I don't want the phone to ring. <laughs> but send, send a text message to my phone, 315-790-1955. 31 I sound like a guy uh, advertising something on TV. Make sure you call 315-790-1955. You know, for your free sample or whatever. No, but if God touched you today, I just we just want to hear from you. 315-790-1955 or you can make a comment right there on the on the on the Facebook page. Hannah, we love you. We're believing God with you for total healing. Thank you, Lord. This is my prayer to myself so many times. Thank you, Lord, for giving me perfect health and strength. Thank you, Lord, for giving me perfect health and strength. Thank you, Lord, for removing every trace of Parkinson's. Thank you, Lord, for removing every trace of shingles. Thank you, Lord, for, for healing every, everything in my body that's not of you. I thank you for normal eyesight. I thank you for normal hearing. I praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you, with long life, you will satisfy me and show me your salvation. That's my prayer for me. I pray it's your prayer for you, too. Hallelujah. We're going to receive communion now, this morning. We're going to thank God for his death and what he purchased for us through his sacrifice on the cross. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.